Make Cracks for Magic Interlude on Writing and Reading Begin Open a space with your intent, like you do when you dream. Take all the care and love and unmet desire that you have and right now, in your mind's eye, roll it up into a tight ball as though of sharp-scented herb leaves. Now, compress that for 40 million years, which will take the length of four breaths. Then see as it turns from coal to jet to diamond under necessity's fierce pressure. Okay, now you have a sharp, rough diamond and you can make a crack in anything with it, including the edifice of ordinary mind, the brittle pains of racing mundane thoughts, or that stone case you get around your heart when your anger wields its cleverness like a club. Here is a jewel. It is also a hammer to make those cracks. A vajra. When I am writing here for you all, It's often gently quite ecstatic. I used to get this feeling, making the lyrics leap like a long jumper in the song Sandpit. There's that oomph feeling and the spray as the words land, and looking round to see if you've done better than the last attempt. I could always tell by the faces of my bandmates, who were the rest of that particular track and field association, I guess. Now I just have my gut and your comments, the occasional message from a friend, In accord, mostly. Not always. And then there's always substacks, stats. Oh yeah, and the muse. I forgot. This week I am dowsing a writing method that Dreaming Caro can hijack and approve. I wish her at the wheel, as she sometimes is in my dreams, going somewhere beyond my ken. I do not want you to think that I only drive a bus on some predetermined route or that just anyone can come aboard. Some sentences are like tossing salt over my shoulder to keep the devil at bay, or certain readers, or both. I am dreaming when I write from the way and can see all sorts of things moving about at the edges, like dark foxes on the soft verge. I will always swerve to avoid killing something wild. It might look to you like I'm driving into oncoming traffic. Not so. I am keeping faith with animal life. Before Covid, I read a lot for pleasure. I was a reader, an amateur, an eater of good books, and one day I will be again. Here's the thing, though. A few writers, including Ursula Le Guin, don't explain what they mean or what they want you to think, or how clever they are, or what you're meant to understand by their words. They induce the feeling they are writing. They can even induce the thoughts they are thinking. And this is what happens when I read people I know, I realise now. I have so many friends who are writers, and it makes reading harder often, because my heart minds. The very words chosen, compelled perhaps, invoke the moment and then it is a true dialogue and co-creation with the reader as I am in turn compelled to live through what is written. This is why some people I know couldn't face the parable of the sower, the handmaid's tale or the wake. If you truly read these, you have to understand something profoundly awry in yourself. The cannibal, the fundamentalist, the invader. Suddenly, your psyche can and will contain the apocalypse.
Part of this writing ecstasy, then, and the rigour which is willingly applied to the sentence, must be because the payoff could be so big. Your feelings and thoughts in the heart and mind of another. (laughs) That is some penetration. It relies on the work being read by another human, yes, usually by being published, but letters, email correspondence, and small circulation writing, zines, online things, and so on, they all count. Graffiti counts, by these rules. Messages scrawled in the sand count, perhaps especially so. When I read writers whose intent I have come to trust, I am entirely open and as I am not well read by the academic definition, I can just immerse myself and not hang myself on the plastic cable-tie nooses of critical theory. I am rather a devoted reader. I tend to read everything someone I like has written, until or unless they start to piss me off, like China Mieville, for example. So the combination of this immersive reading, combined with the great writer's unparalleled feeling invocation and induction, is how I can subliminally thumb the gilt edges and see the lewd marginalia that only the scriptorium scribes normally see when the inner abbot looks away. This is quite exciting. It's also no different from magic. What can't be lived physically gets compressed into writing, or sometimes for me it is used to heat the alchemical furnace. In the end, of course... These are just different styles of doing the same thing. Transformation. I rarely use mechanical analogies, but it feels like a great music collection, a hugely powerful sound system with a classic valve amp and amazing speakers. If we played our music as loud and as much as we'd like to, we'd shake the house down, fracture the foundations, and all our neighbours' houses would get cracks in the walls. That would be us trying to live out everything we write. So, we just play our music really quietly, but it sounds really clear, as there is so much power we're just not using. And that's good writing.